Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another episode of the Steelers Fix podcast where we deep dive the Steelers roster building process from the draft to free agency and everything in between. My name is Jeremy Betts and I am joined as always by my partner in crime, Andrew Wilbar. Andrew, how's it going, man? It's good. Good to have you back. I'm not going to lie for a week. Getting a Michigan fan on. Yeah. Having dual (laughs) Michigan. It was it was nice, but nonetheless. Good to have you back. First time I've ever said that to an Ohio State fan, but uh, history is being made today. Sounds great. I, I'm glad that the rest of me, you know, the the remainder of what I am outside of my Ohio State fandom is appealing enough to a Michigan fan that you would welcome <laughs> me back. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm just glad to be back. It has been kind of a hiatus. I was We were talking before getting on that I I feel like I haven't talked with you for a while, and I'm, I'm like, what, what am I missing in my life? And it's Andrew Wilbar. So I'm glad, I'm glad to be back, Andrew. And, uh, you know, I've never said that to a Michigan fan. So I guess we're even <laughs> here. Um, it's been a, it's, it's been a fun time this off season because I, I'm still coming off the high of the draft. Andrew, I, I think a lot of Steelers fans are, and it's just been such a, a rewarding time period and OTAs seeing these guys get to work. Some guys from last year, like Calvin Austin the third getting on the field, seeing their their his movement. These guys are are acclimating themselves and it's encouraging what you hear coming out of OTAs. And we won't dive into too much of that because a lot of that's been covered. For those of you who are maybe new to the Steelers fix, maybe new to the Steel Curtain Network, we cover everything here on the Steel Curtain Network. So if you haven't heard OTA recaps and, and news and notes, check out our multitude of other podcasts we've got plenty that discuss those but what we're going to focus on here andrew additions to the roster recent and then in the second half of the show we're going to we're going to take an early break because i really want to deep dive this this is one of the most intriguing arguments that i personally have ever thought up in for the steelers and and for this year especially because it seems like there's such a dichotomy in this team that it's I call it the duality of the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2023, and that would be there's a strong presence of veterans on this team. Specifically, we'll talk about on one side of the football, but there is also a, a, just a huge presence of young, exciting talent two, three, four years into their careers uh, at the NFL level, and it's a great balance for this team and we'll talk about each of those. And so the title of this episode, Captain Cam or General Pickett leading the Steelers charge in 2023, kind of just plays into that thought process. Is it the vets, the OGs, if you will, leading the charge for Pittsburgh? Or is it the Young Bucks, the Kenny Pickett's, the George Pickens? We'll talk about all of those guys here in a second. We're going to dive into that in the second half of the show. But Andrew, 
there were some roster up or there's a roster update we need we need to really give because it happened when or Monday evening as we were kind of getting off work, ending our days. And since we're a Tuesday show, it's good to talk about those things. Um, the roster's obviously just constantly shifting during OTAs and mini camps that are coming up. And uh, you, like I said, you can stay tuned to all of us here at SCN and BTSC behind the curtain.com for all of those transaction updates. But two guys wanted to highlight uh, Jared Williams, an offensive lineman and running back Darius Hagens are the newest ads for the Steelers. Are you familiar with either of these guys, Andrew? I, I just being honest with you, never heard of either one before. So uh, talk me up. Tell me what I don't know. Well, Jared Williams, both these guys, the one thing I do like about some of these small additions the Steelers have made to the roster, <clears throat> excuse me, is that they're adding extra athleticism at the back end of the roster. And that's something that Kevin Colbert never did. He had his guys that he may have liked something about him. Or maybe he had a connection to someone who said, Hey, this guy's such and such brother-in-law's dog, <laughs> aunt's nephew. And, you know, we'll bring him in and see what happens. And they never turned out to anything. At least these guys that they're bringing in at the back end of the roster, they show potential. They may not make the roster, but I think this, you're going to see some guys in the preseason that nobody expects to make the roster that, make a strong case. Even if they don't make it here in Pittsburgh, they're going to make it somewhere else because they have the athleticism and they're going to be able to spark, show enough sparks in the preseason to be able to start a fire somewhere else. And the, I think the the worst part of this is that the Steelers had to get rid of one of the the guys that they just got to make that happen. Yeah. That's Cody Crest, a guy who's an extremely yeah. athletic receiver that I was yeah. hoping would get a chance to perform in the preseason. I don't know what happened. Maybe there's an injury. I guess we'll find out. But maybe that I mean they just have a ton of receivers too. <laughs> yeah, know? that's true. Right I mean now. it's not yeah, it's not like you're expecting him to make the roster, but with right. Jared Williams, the offensive lineman they brought in, uh he's a Houston transfer, originally started at Houston, transferred to Miami, suffered a shoulder injury in 2022, had didn't have a clean bill of health throughout his collegiate career. Uh but he has outstanding length. I believe he has like 35 plus inch arms. Mm-hmm. Uh he's got pretty much anything that you want in a, your prototypical tackle. He's got enough athleticism. He's got quick enough feet out of his stance. He moves well enough. Um, I believe he had a 31-inch vertical jump at his pro day, which was pretty uh, – that's pretty impressive for that's a guy impressive. his size, you know, 6'5", 318, I believe. And, you know, this is the second year in the league. Uh, I, th- I could see him being kind of like a Chaz Green, the type of guy who might make the back end of the roster, can't wouldn't be a depth guy, guy if there's – multitude of injuries maybe he can come in for a you know a down or two hopefully not for any period of time uh but uh, he is a guy who does have some potential we'll see what the Steelers can do with it uh but then with uh Darius Hagans uh he's was participated the HBCU combine he really performed well there he Hmm. caught the ball outstandingly I know NFL Network's coverage of the HBCU combine the big takeaway from Hagans was his ability to catch the ball again you're not going against real defenses for the most part, but right. seeing him in that setting where they do they do push those players at that HBCU combine, they really put them through a lot of different testing, both mentally and physically. Um, and it, it's in some ways more challenging than the actual NFL combine. Uh, mm-hmm. But he he tested well. I believe he had a four four eight in the forty. I uh, had a thirty six thirty seven inch vertical. 
Uh, he's a good athlete across the board, decent vision, good speed through the hole, accelerates that field quickly, good pass catcher, not a great pass blocker at this point. Maybe that's something he can develop into. But I think yeah. he's a guy who could fight for the RB3 duties on this team. I think Anthony McFarland should be considered the favorite at this point, in my personal opinion. Uh, but I, I think he's a guy who can fight for a roster spot, especially with Master Teague not in the picture anymore. Yeah. I think he deserves a chance to show what he has, and who knows? Uh, the Steelers aren't afraid to dig into that HBCU well, and I think that uh, they may have found a gem here. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. That is exactly right. But, you know, as far as role players in, in the backfield for the Steelers, they don't necessarily have that true pass-catching weapon out of the backfield mm-hmm. right now. So if he makes his mark there, sounds like he could be a player that would be hard for this for the Steelers front office to look past if he can bring a unique skill set like that to the room that they don't already have. So I like it, Andrew. I, you've talked them up. I, I'll be watching these guys absolutely as we head into the rest of, of the offseason here and prep. Before we know it, Andrew's going to be training camp and the, the dog days of summer will be over. But right now, we got to bear through the OTAs, the mandatory mini camps, and all the the storylines, if you will, that come from those, whether made up, whether valuable or invaluable, at least we don't have any that we know of Steelers uh, that are potentially looking at suspensions in 2023 for gambling or anything along those lines that we have seen uh, kind of sweep through the NFL this off season. So no big storylines that are just like, you know, making fans antsy. It's all good news right now. We will take it. Let's take our break right now, Andrew, because I really want to dive into this topic on the back end. So stick with us here on the Steelers Fix. We will be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Like a bird in the night, waiting for the sun. Fast as they can, they're traveling away and 
All righty, welcome back to the Steelers Fix. It's Jeremy Betts. It's Andrew Wilbar. Still here, ready to talk Steelers football. And this is an exciting topic for me, Andrew. I'm writing an article about it, but I wanted to do the podcast first because I kind of wanted to bounce some thoughts um, off of you and get yours as well to kind of see, you know, what the general consensus about this topic is. And really, is it just to kind of break it down? Is it the the vets? or the youngsters that are more important to the Steelers, excuse me, Steelers success in 2023. You look at this roster. And like I mentioned at the top of the show, there's a a lot of really solid core veterans at key positions. If you, uh, if you define it, like, like I'm trying to here, it's um, the, the OGs, if you will, are going into their fifth season or after that's what that's what I'm considering as a true veteran. Um, and then ev- the young guns are everybody else. So if you're, if you're in your rookie year through your fourth or going into your fourth season, considering you a young buck, you're still in your first contract. You haven't really established yourself necessarily as a, a dude in the NFL, if you will. So let's just talk first about the, the prominent OGs, the prominent original gangsters it's cam hayward captain cam tj watt mika fitzpatrick patrick peterson this there's a theme here andrew it's defense <laughs> and then you've got guys like deontay johnson isaac Samalu, alan robinson and kind of the kind of the whole line with the exception of broderick jones maybe dan moore jr if he were to win the the right tackle job or you know, in worst case scenario, he wins the left tackle job. Um, you're still looking at, at a team that's got lots of good veteran players. And then if you look at the the prominent youngsters, it's it's Kenny Pickett, it's George Pickens, Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, Pat Fryermuth, Darnell Washington, Alex Highsmith, Broderick Jones, Joey Porter Jr., Keanu Benton, DeMarvin Leal. These guys that the Steelers have drafted the last – two, three years that are, are projected to play significant roles. And so I'm going to pose the question to you first, Andrew, and get your initial thoughts, because this is really intriguing to me. Who's more important? If the Steelers are going to go someplace special in 2023, they're going to win a playoff game. If they're going to put themselves, move themselves from also ran to contender in 2023, who's more important to that success story? Is it is it the old guys? Is it the vets? Or is it those youngsters? Tell me what you think. You could really make an argument for either side. I'm going to go with the old fogies here on this one. I yeah. I really think <laughs> that when it comes, especially when you're talking about contention and contending for something more than just the division, once you're in the playoffs and getting to that next level, I think that obviously because our quarterback, Kenny Pickett, is in the opposite side of this bracket out opposite side of this scenario right i think that the youngsters are more important including kenny pickett to getting the steelers to a point of contention but i think when it comes to being a contender i'm gonna go with the older guys because you look at that like minka fitzpatrick may not have a bunch of playoff experience but a guy who's been in big game situations before knows how to come in clutch tj watt same thing and he's been there cam hayward has been there and cam hayward has been in every bright moment that you could imagine. And I think of a guy like Allen Robinson, 
He's been on multiple teams. He's been with multiple bad quarterbacks. You talk about Blake yeah. Bortles. I mean, the, the best <laughs> quarterback, you could seriously say the best quarterback he's had up to this point in his career, outside of the one year he had with Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Was well, be, partial year, it was, he was beat up yeah, so much. Yeah, he was beat. Yeah, yeah it was, was the whole year. Yeah. Would be Mitch Trubisky. Ooh. I mean, so it, yeah. it's very <laughs> – it, it's very interesting because that, yeah. and that was honestly when Allen Robinson was at not necessarily the peak of his success in terms of production, but in terms of efficiency, he was efficient with Mitch Trubisky as quarterback, which is interesting. It's another topic to get into another day. But I do think if something happens to Kenny Pickett where he goes down with injury, I do think you see Allen Robinson's role increase in this offense because of the chemistry he already has with Kenny Pickett and we or with uh, Mitch Trubisky, and we saw the disconnect that Trubisky had with Pickens and at times even Deontay Johnson just getting on the same page with them. I think getting a guy like Allen Robinson does good for that aspect. But getting back to the topic, I think I, I do believe that the veterans are going to mean more for the Steelers going into the playoffs and contending for what we hope is a Super Bowl. Because yeah. I just pick it. He's been in the moments in college, but it's still not the same as being in the moments in the NFL. I know Broderick Jones, Darnell Washington, these guys have been national championships. And it's important to have that winning mindset, but it's still different than the NFL level, NFL playoffs. There's nothing like it. So I think it's something that only the old guys can bring. And I think that's what's going to determine whether the Steelers can go there. Also, when you consider the fact that most of these guys are coming on the defensive side of the ball, which is so important. When yeah. the weather gets cold in playoff time, you got to be able to slow down some of these really good quarterbacks in the AFC North. And you can, I mean, you can guarantee that all of the teams in the AFC are going to have good quarterbacks. There's only one or two teams that don't at this point. And you can yeah. quite tell that those two teams are not going to be in the playoffs <laughs> because of that reason. Yeah. There's just too many good quarterbacks in the AFC. Yeah, I I mean, you're absolutely right. You can go either way with this and make a, a strong argument. That's why it's so interesting to me is because there's no clear-cut choice. You mm-hmm. can your point is absolutely valid when you when you get in those big moments. It's the guys who've been there done that that you want to be able to rely on and especially if you listen to Ben Roethlisberger and Kenny Pickett on Roethlisberger's footballing with Ben uh, podcast, Robinsburg talked about how he wanted the ball in his hand at the end of the game. Kenny Pickett says the same thing. He wants the ball in his hand to close it out. He'd rather be in control. I think if you were to, if you were to ask anybody on the defensive side, Cam Hayward, TJ Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, those guys want to be on the field because they believe they can close it out. And that's been my biggest struggle, Andrew, with with what you're talking about here too, with trying to decide between the two. Is that T.J. Watt just means so much to this football team? If you look at their at the team splits with and without T.J. Watt, there's such a stark contrast in what they're able to do as a team, how they perform, the the even how they win. They they just don't win without T.J. Watt. And so, how can you how can I sit here and say that these guys who we don't even know if they're really going to be good yet. You know, how can I sit here and say that they're more important to the Steelers' success in 2023 than a guy like TJ Watt, a guy like Cam Hayward, who just takes this team on his back from a leadership perspective and and really is part of the culture of Pitts of Pittsburgh football. He's one of the last ones carrying that torch. And if TJ Watt happens to miss a couple games another veteran in Marcus Golden, maybe he's the one who 
could keep the yeah. Steelers afloat on defense, which I'm not saying Marcus Golden is going to be some great player at this point in his career, but do I think he can be better than the guys the Steelers have had on the edge the past couple of years, Jameer Jones and other guys? Yes, I do. And yeah. that, that veteran leadership, same thing. Highsmith is a great player, but and I'm not saying he's necessarily a bad leader, but he doesn't have the experience yet. He's getting to that point, but he's still on his yeah. first contract. Uh, we'll see if that's still the case at the beginning of the year. But another veteran you're talking about with TJ Watt and what he means to this defense, another veteran as well when Golden is also probably going to matter if something does happen to TJ Watt because he is then a full-time starter. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's They stick out to you because they're so good. Like the top three guys we, we list here, Cam Hayward, TJ Watt, Mika Fitzpatrick, those are all pro players perennial yeah. all pro players. And then you've got a guy in Patrick Peterson who has been that, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, this, this is kind of my argument against myself because I'm actually going to go with the young guys, Andrew. <laughs> and after saying all that, that's what I'm going to do because it, it really boils down to a couple of things, but I, I just want to read off this list of players again. Kenny Pickett, George Pickens, Najee Harris, Pat Fryermuth, Broderick Jones, on the defensive side of the ball, Alex Highsmith, DeMarvin Leal, Keanu Benton, those guys right there are going to be asked to be stars in 2023. And whether it's fair or not, whether you want all of these guys in those situations, they're going to ask to be plus starters for a team that doesn't take years off. I don't care if they're in transition I don't care if it's been a rebuild, which it has. Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert and Art Rooney, the second they they want this team in contention, they will do everything they can to win games that year, while keeping an eye towards obviously what they need to build. But that that's kind of my first reason. The second reason is one of these guys is your quarterback, and quarterback still is the most important position on the football field. These guys make or break teams for decades. I mean, we're talking about quarterbacks that are really good. Kirk Cousins, you know, Derek Carr, they play at a, at a high level a lot of the time. And they're considered middle-of-the-road quarterbacks that can we stick with this guy another year or do we need to get better at the position? And, I mean, good grief, if you don't have Patrick Mahomes, if you don't have Joe Burrow, if you don't have – you know, a, a Matthew Stafford who just totally kicks it in back to his prime days with a, with a really good team built around him. If you don't have one of those guys, a, a Jalen Hurts with like an absolute army around him, you know what I mean? If you don't have one of those guys, can you even win anymore? And so they're going to rely on Kenny Pickett so much to be that guy. That's why I have to go with the young guys. You're trying to say something. I have a question for you. I think Kenny Pickett is going to have a great year. I think this is could be okay. a breakout year. I'm none of y'all out there. Don't start some conspiracy theory. Will Bar hates Kenny Pickett. Blah 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 blah. No, I I've Love gotten it. that before, but I don't. I really don't. <laughs> Let's say this scenario because it, we we all are, are under the assumption, including myself, we've just come to this assumption. Oh yeah, quarterback set for the future. We have Kenny Pickett. Yeah, we hope that's the case. We right. still don't know that. Last year Correct. was it w- was impressive. He impressed down the stretch, but. We he hasn't earned anything yet. Like he's gonna be the starter for sure, but he hasn't earned necessarily 
the respect of, okay, this guy is a legit quarterback who can take us places. Um, I came out with an article um, on the website that ran on Monday uh, about the, I'm starting 2024 draft series on, you know, potential quarterbacks and what did the Steelers do? Are there options if something happens with Kenny Pickett? You know, he did have two concussions just last year. Uh, You got to be concerned about that concussion issue. Uh, So there are things that could go wrong in the event that something happens to Kenny Pickett. Mitch Trubisky being another veteran on offense. Do you think this team is good enough to win with Mitch Trubisky down the stretch? No, (laughs) you don't No, And here's, that's why, that's the reason I'm going with, with the young guns because you need Kenny Pickett to take that leap and be what Trubisky never could be, which is a a, a guy who puts the team on his back and lifts them, elevates them <clears throat> to a, a winning program. And Trubisky, uh, as as good as he had been at, at points in his career, even with Chicago, he had streaks where he was a good quarterback. And you could see why the team thought highly enough of him to, to draft him with the with the second overall pick, but still he never really put it together as far as this is my team. We're down here. I'm gonna go take him down the field and, and win the football game. And we've already seen that from Kenny Pickett. Small sample size, I'll give you that. But but my argument in going with the young guys here with the youngsters is if Kenny Pickett doesn't make that leap, if George Pickens is just so-so again this year. If Najee Harris can't build off of his campaign last year or Jalen Warren prove that he's the superior player, if if these guys can't step up and reach not even their full potential, but take the next step, you know what I mean, in their progression, I'm not asking for Kenny Pickett to be Joe Burrow in year two. That's unrealistic for in most situations. There's a reason that, Joe Burrows and, and Patrick Mahomes and and Trevor Lawrence's of the world only come around once every blue moon and teams scramble to go get these guys. So I'm not asking Kenny Pickett to be those guys in year two, but what I need what we need to see is a leap. And if we get that leap, then I think that's what put the puts the Steelers in contention. If we get Kenny Pickett from 2022 or Mitch Trubisky from 2022 this team doesn't make that leap. And that's kind of why I go with the young guys here. And you've got so many pieces along the op- offensive and defensive lines that you, you need to be good as well. Skill position players, especially though, that if it doesn't work out with these guys, then you're, you're, you're rewinding that clock a good ways to, to try to get back into contention. Well, you do have three veteran offensive linemen as well in a core four, uh, Basin Cole and James Daniels. Well, it's Smallo as well. So fourth. So there's really only one spot yeah. that's going to be a young guy. But I, I do agree with what you're saying in terms of the point. I I do agree. Going back to the quarterback conversation for just a second. Yeah. I think the big question is what type of leap does Kenny Pickett make? Jeffrey was t- on the show last week talking about how he thinks the Steelers are poised to be a more efficient offense. Pickett may not have the numbers per se. But if the Steelers can run an offense more efficiently than last year, that's going to be the key to success yeah. in 2023. And it's important because, you know, when we're talking about comps for these players coming out. My comp for Pickett was Kirk Cousins from an athletic standpoint, from, you know, a game overall standpoint, but a guy who has a little bit more of an effect, a little bit more of clutch 
in him than Kirk Cousins. And honestly, that's the only thing that kept Kirk Cousins from taking that next step as a quarterback. Yeah. If Kirk Cousins was clutch, he probably would have won a Super Bowl by now. Yeah, and I agree with that. Kenny, He's had some good offenses around him. So really, what Kenny Pickett needs to be is Kirk Cousins with his with mental with his mental wherewithal. That's okay. all you need to have a great quarterback. I mean, Kirk Cousins doesn't have an elite arm. He has a good arm, but it's not an elite arm similar to Pickett. Yeah. He has good athleticism, not elite athleticism. He's no, you know, I mean, Josh Allen isn't a, doesn't have straight line speed, but you can tell his athleticism in every aspect of his game, how he hurdles right. guys, everything. Kenny Pickett isn't quite that athlete, but he is a good athlete. And we saw last yeah. year how he can take off and run if he utilizes it. I think that's what he needs, what Pickett needs to be. He doesn't have to be an all-world guy, but in, he doesn't have to put up the numbers that Kirk Cousins has put up in past years. But if he can lead this offense efficiently, yeah. an offense that is somewhat similar and based away it's structured to the offense that Kirk Cousins <clears throat> ran in both Washington and Minnesota, a lot of rollouts, a lot of rollouts to the weak side for the quarterbacks. Pickett did that a lot in college. I think you're going to see that a lot this year. You have those bootlegs going to the other side, and you know as he's going out to the left, it's harder for a right-handed thrower to make that throw. But Pickett is comfortable doing that, and I think if Pickett can do those things, I think that's where we see success. But that's where the only part where I disagree is that I think Trubisky, I'm not saying the Steelers can necessarily win a Super Bowl with Mitch Trubisky, but I do believe, especially what we saw with him when he came in for Pickett middle of last year when Pickett went out with a concussion, and we saw a better Mitch Trubisky, better than what we saw at the beginning of the year. I think the more and more he gets acclimated to this offense, the addition of Allen Robinson, and an improved offensive line, which is something he's never had in his career, I think those things could bode well for Trubisky's success down the stretch. Is you know I, Again, not for Super Bowl contention, but I do believe he can keep the Steelers afloat in contention and maybe win a playoff mm-hmm. game or two if the Steelers are a healthy unit all around him. But again, he would mm. fall in the veteran category. So that's where our yeah. disagreement comes in, why I'm leaning toward the veterans. Yeah, I I see where you're coming from because you're you're talking about the consistency factor, the kind of that that high floor factor that mm-hmm. the vets give you, you know, and and mm-hmm. when when and if the the young guys struggle, and they will because they're young. There's gonna be games where George Pickens doesn't show up. There's going to be games where Kenny Pickett throws two or three picks and has a bad day. It's going to happen no matter how good they turn out to be. There's going to be bad days for those guys. And so you're talking about like in 2023, if that happens, you've got the stability of the veterans there to kind of keep the keep their floor high. Where I think I disagree in, in the quarterback conversations, I don't think Mitch Trubisky has it in him even with the team that the Steelers have have put around them to go into the playoffs as a wild card or even a division winner and, and host a high flying offense from the AFC East or the you know the AFC North even that comes in there and and hold his own with those teams in a playoff scenario. So I guess that's where I'm coming from the the consideration that Kenny Pickett needs to be he, like and like I said he doesn't have to be Joe Burrow he can be a Kirk Cousinsy type player but with the skill set that we've already seen out of him that needs to improve I just don't think Trubisky is a Kirk Cousins type player I don't think he's that good so and, and you know that's that's an indictment of Trubisky as much as anything and I, and I don't mean it to be that way necessarily I like him for the role that he's designed to be in but 
this team is not the 2022 Eagles. I don't believe that they're that deep, that strong and backloaded, if you will, to be able to make a run in spite of a, a young quarterback who will have some growing pains. And Jalen Hurts played really well last year, but it remains to be seen still, was he propped up by that offense or did he elevate that offense? You know, or was he propped up by that offensive line, the team around him, or did he elevate it? So I think Kenny Pickett has elevation properties in him. I think he's got those traits. Can he put the physical abilities together enough to do it? That's why I think it's so much, there's so much to be, so much success to be gained if these guys take the next step. But I absolutely agree with you in in the fact that if if Cam Hayward, TJ Watt, if, if one of those guys gets hurt, the Steelers are in big trouble. I mean, they're in big trouble. Cam Hayward goes down and you say, okay, DeMarvin Leal, okay, Keanu Benton, you need to be Cam for us. It ain't happening. It, it's just not happening in, in year two for Leal and year one for Keanu Benton it, unless they've stumbled upon a freak. And, you know, that's that's rare. But if, if TJ Watt goes down again for an extended period of time, let's all knock on wood on that one, you know, what What do the Steelers do? Is Alex Highsmith and, and Marcus Golden enough? You know, and that's where I, I also go back to, I was going to mention this when you were talking about Marcus Golden, Alex Highsmith in that conversation. Yeah. You know, he's, he's just as big a factor. He's going to have to play better in the absence of a TJ Watt than he did last year if the Steelers want to stay in contention because Marcus Golden's going to come in and yes, I think he'll provide much more high quality snaps than Malik Reed did last year, or even a, a guy who didn't want to be there in, in Melvin Ingram as, as time went on, you saw that he just, he just didn't want to be there anymore because he wasn't the guy there anymore. So Highsmith's going to have to take on that role as, as the number two guy and really flourish in it. And, if he doesn't, I think the Steelers are in trouble. So again, another another push for the young guys, if if you will. Anything and again, else? I think I think at the same time though, that does kind of push back to TJ Watt because it's all predicated on yeah. TJ Watt as the number one guy. So sure. that that's that's where I'm coming from from the perspective of edge. And when you're looking at the three important you know positions, this is where I would have made my argument if we the we were, they were flipped and we were I was making the argument for the young guys is that the three important positions you have on the team are corner. In my opinion, that's, that's one, that's a fourth one. I'm going to add corner as a fourth one, but your three other important ones are quarterback left tackle and edge rusher in that order, in my opinion. And you, of course you have Pickett, young guy, you have Broderick Jones, more than likely young guy. Even if you have Dan Moore over there, young guy. And then you have edge, you have Alex Highsmith and you have TJ Watts. So it's one and one there that balances out, but that you know, the other two you have are young guys that are important to this yeah. offense. And then if you want to go to corner, you could look at from the perspective of yet yeah, they have Patrick Peterson, but Joey Porter could be the CB one by the end of this year. And, you know, if the Steelers are going to get to a point of, I, I think you even brought up the point. Um, I know Jeffrey mentioned it as well last week with Cincinnati, with having those two good receivers in Jamar Chase yeah. and T Higgins. They, the Steelers need Joey Porter Jr. to, by the time the Steelers are playing the Bengals later in the year, to be able to be covering wide receiver ones. If, if they want to seriously contend, they need Joey Porter to be able to contend because there's a lot of good receivers in the AFC. And the Steelers, how they split off left, right corner, and when they're 
in, in maintaining the same side, there's going to be a lot of times yeah. he is going to be aligned against the wide receiver one, uh, regardless of whether he's aligned as the right or the left corner. I, th- I think that's important to the success as well. Um, although I guess an argument could be said, you know, if Patrick Peterson falls off the cliff, what do we do? But I do think the potential of Joey Porter Jr., could he be a soft gardener? I think it's possible he has it in sure. him. I mean, especially because he could have come out last year and he would have been raw, but he wouldn't, I probably would have had, you know, late first, early second round grade on Porter. If he would have come out last year, not top 10 grade, like I had this year. Right. I I think that year helped him mature more. He didn't get, you know, the production in terms of like ball skills or in terms of interceptions, but he did get a lot of pass breakups and he wasn't quite as handsy. Still is very handsy and he's got to fix that but not quite as much. And he became a, just a little bit more complete of a player. And I think that allows him to be a little bit more ready to contribute year one. Whereas last year, if he came out in last year's draft, he's not competing with sauce Gardner for the CB one in the draft this year. I think he, he may not be quite to that level, but I don't think he's as far behind as what people think. And that, that could be something that bodes well for the Steelers success in terms of the young guys, but I'm still going to stick with the old guys because of, Primarily TJ Watt, but just yeah. the veterans on the defense, even the depth guys that are gonna could really take this team places. Yeah, and then I mean, you you talked about him already, Allen Robinson. The yeah. the even if he's not the player that the Steelers would maybe hope he was, we would, need leadership in that room. Uh, absolutely, there needs to be some leadership there, and that's what he provides experience, and you know the the fact that there's a mix here and, and and I think it's actually very important that the sides that the, the vets are on versus the young guys are where they're at. I would much rather have veteran leadership type players on defense and the exciting young flashy talent on offense than the flip flop of that because, because defense is so predicated on keeping your cool and keeping, Mm -hmm. keeping the, it in front of you and minimizing errors and, you know, fundamentals. These guys come in with just a wealth of knowledge. Every game there's, there is no formation, no look that TJ Watt and Cam Hayward have not seen diagnosed and made a play on at this point in their careers. You know, they might get fooled every now and then, or another player might fail in his job and put them out of position, but They've seen it all, and so, and that's why you see T.J. Watt jump up and and snag interceptions out of the air from Joe Burrow because he's he's seen it. He knows what's coming, and he can affect the 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 play so many different ways. But when you're talking about the the talent on the offensive side of the ball, the young enthusiastic talent there, the skill position players, what you're going to be asking of those guys, I just can't help but think that if they succeed. If they, if they meet or exceed expectations, that's what turns the Steelers from the 2022 Steelers fighting for a playoff spot, good but not great, into a great team. That's the separation point. And, the, and to me, that's, that's why I have to go with the young guys there. Andrew, I'll give you a chance to give any final thoughts, but I wanted to pose to the audience, listeners, if you have a thought on this, hit us up. Hit me up on Twitter. Um, you know, I'm going to write my article on the website. That's going to come out this next late, maybe late this week or or sometime next week. But check that out. Give your comments. We want to hear from you guys on this subject too, because I, like Andrew and I here, we disagree on it, 
but we can see the validity of both sides. So very interested to see the listeners perspective on this. Andrew, any final thoughts before we take off here? I don't think so. Just keep sticking yeah. out, you know, to the website, you know, we'll have a lot of content there as always. Absolutely. Be sure to check out all of our shows. The, the cutting room floor ran this morning. It, Tuesday morning with Jeffrey Benedict. And then tonight we got the Scobro show coming up always good fun there and lots of great information for you about your Pittsburgh Steelers. That's going to do it for us here on the Steelers fix. Andrew, I hope we didn't make enemies of each other with our argumentative ways tonight. We still like each other. We'll come back next week and do this again. I hope you're here to listen to it for Andrew Wilbar. I'm Jeremy Betts. The Steeler fix is out. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.